Test one, two. Ben, my friend, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. We've had so many amazing people come on the podcast in the last few weeks. And um, after hearing your story initially on um, on Instagram, I I couldn't say no to, to getting you in here and having a chat about it. So thank you very much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. And just to start, tell our listeners... Um, yeah, your name and where you're from and, and all that sort of jazz. Yeah, so Ben, uh, at the moment live out of Ipswich, uh, so West Brisbane sort of area. Um, look, I've got a bit of a background. Yeah. You know, so uh, did national level swimming right up till I was, what, 18 or something like that. Right, right. So um, did all the fun stuff there, did the tryouts. and. You've got to be fit for that, right? Yeah, yeah, that was back in the days when I was fit. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, so, I'm starting to think about me when I was younger now. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you could eat anything and... And you wouldn't put on Wouldn't weight. put anything on. Yeah. The days, yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. And then, well, yeah, joined, joined defense after that. Well, initially put my defense application in when Timor broke out. Wow, was that an so, inspiration to do that or...? I was already going. Yeah, I was already going to join, but um, it kind of it kind of like reiterated. Yeah, what so like Timor sort of popped up, and I was just like, "Hey, I'll put this in That's now." Cool. Yeah. yeah, so like I was seventeen, okay. so like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I could have easily gone, and then, um, they did the massive reshuffle from defense recruiting to the civilian mob that took over, right? And they lost like five six thousand applications australia wide really yeah so i had to reapply again so yeah reapplied again and went joined up went to the raf for 15 years of that for our listeners that's the royal australian air force yeah so the air force yeah yeah so initially started up as a um avionics technician so sparky on jets yeah right. Basically, so did all the That's electricals. That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So jet. just think yourself as an auto spark. Right. Yeah. But yeah. on a jet, a multi-million dollar jet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you're a sparky with a massive amount of insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a massive bill that Holy of shit. their training that they they pay for you as well. What did you have to do? Like on is it just maintenance of the jet? Yeah, or, well, it yeah. was everything. So when I did it, it was a lot of um so we did like test based stuff as well. So we pulled yeah. stuff out of the jets and like pulled them apart and then fixed the problem and put it back together. So Holy like shit. radios, gyros, like so the gyroscopes keep them level and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um we wow. did battery maintenance and all those sort of things as yeah. well. Um, and then shit, I was only doing that for like six months and they swapped it over where they started sending stuff out to third parties and like Boeing and those quite right. big okay. companies that so they started that, outsourcing. Yeah. They outside. did the outsourcing sort of right. stuff for right. like all the deeper maintenance sort of things. Jeez. So yeah, okay. yeah. So we just turned into like box swappers pretty much. And then, um, I got bored of that. And then went across to do field communications. Right. So combat communications and stuff. So setting up radios, antenna farms. Wow. Running like makeshift phone lines and all those sort of things. Yeah. So I went and did that and spent the next 13 years outfield pretty much. Okay. I was pretty much my bread and butter sitting out in the bush somewhere setting radio systems up and... Wow. sat systems and that sort of stuff yeah wow and you mentioned that you were in the you were doing uh, call outs for the fireys or something yeah or, yeah so yeah. i got out and i was only out of the like out of the air force for like two months yeah and um i'd applied like for the fireys and yeah two months out and i got got the job doing um triple zero dispatcher fuck you would have heard some hectic conversations yeah so <laughs> Funny. Was that Australia wide or no? Yeah. Just Queensland. So just, just Queensland, Queensland yeah. fires. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's enough problems there. Yes, yeah, we got enough. Like my first day on a live console, um, like out of training, that I had five fatalities. 
And sorry, say that one more time. First day out of training. First day out of training. On a live console. On like, a live console. Yeah, so taking live phone calls and that, I had yeah. five fatalities. Five fatalities. Two of them were kids. Holy shit. And just in Queensland. Yep. In the same spot. That's in, that's crazy. Yeah. So I had a bike rider, two, so a, a cyclist, a motorcycle rider. Um, that doesn't surprise me. No. And a mum. Not a scooter two, rider. <laughs> no, no, a motorcycle rider. And a mum and two, of, those two of her kids on a school run. Yeah. Oh, and the, the five-year-old son was the only one that that lived in it. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty pretty intense for first day on. Yeah. Um, yeah, you wouldn't expect that so early. Like you just start a new career and yeah, yeah. And then the you first get that. day you're dealing with like mothers dying and then all yeah, sorts on, on of a school stuff. run. Yeah, on a school That's run. That's so doing sad. That. that is um, so sad. Yeah. And then I had, I think, by the time I finished, like. Um, cause I had to, I had to resign from the fireys and then, um, because of like all my physical and mental shit. Right. Um, so. Well, it's kind of like trauma, isn't it? You've yeah. Seen, you've seen a lot of shit. Yeah. But you've like. seen a lot of shit. With, with it's the. It's easy to see a lot of shit. With the fiery stuff. Yeah. Like you're not there to see it to, um, I guess. Debrief yourself right. on it, oh, right? Right. Um, right. Like with us, because we hear it, like we get all the word back coming from the crews on the ground. So they're telling us, like, you know, we've got two fatalities and this and that, and they're telling, like, they're going through like what they've got. So they can they can um, debrief themselves on field sort of thing, but we're hearing it and typing it to make reports for it. So we don't get to do anything until like um, they yeah they they code seven themselves or right. code five themselves away from the the, the 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 job pretty much yeah so like once once we know that the job's done and they're back at station then that's when we can decompress and Jesus yeah but in saying that in, in, in between that we've got more calls coming through yeah. So, yeah, so you're still dealing with stuff the whole time. Yeah, you? yeah. Man, what um, what got you like? What? Where was the moment where you're like, I want to do that? Was that because I you just had ca- experience? Yeah, or, I, yeah, I, I, um, I applied for it, and then I went for an interview and basically said my experience, like what I did. Because you'd be, you've done previous all the radios and all that. Yeah, right. And right. Talk, talking on a radio, talking right. to multiple people at once. Right, like. So I used you're, to have to write. you're a person of very. Um, I can imagine you'd be. You're very aware of your surroundings. You're very like. I, I imagine with a job like that, you'd have to be very. There's a certain thing that you need to do. I um. I shut off. So when. When I say say when with the when I was with the fireys, a call would come through, like a triple zero call would come through. Yeah. I shut off. So everything that's happening around me, apart from that little bit of, uh, I guess, peripheral vision and hearing of, like, my shift partner asking, like, to help out or whatever like that or just waiting for me to tell him something, I have no idea what's going on. You're kind of just... Focusing on I'm, getting the job done. Yeah, so like I'm focused. That, that makes sense that you join the army then, because that that's that mindset. That mindset is very. Um, it would take that. Yeah, take yeah. That. So like, I'm very good at compartmentalizing as well. Right. So that's what. Would, so like the job would happen, and I would, yeah put that in its own box and the next one will happen and then it wouldn't be until like we'd have our debriefs with like the like the fiery sykes and those sort of things mm. where it would come out right and you'd talk about it and how it affected you and those sort of things right. and how often did that happen um pretty every, after every big thing like anything that had a fatality in it yeah they would like 
they would be there right as so soon as it f- anything like to a certain level they would yeah pull you aside and yeah kind of debrief you on it yeah fatality or like well, serious injuries and yeah. stuff like that no, yeah no. um they would it's fair enough, they right? would pretty much shut <laughs> us down well we, we'd we'd transfer our calls to like another station somewhere and we'd shut off like be off system for like an hour or two hours and go from there, yeah. Jesus Christ. Mate, um, I want to talk about your time when you were overseas in, in the, the army when you went... It was Baghdad, wasn't it? Yeah, so did Baghdad, Kuwait, Bahrain, Qatar, and Dubai. So what was your first trip overseas? What was your first big overseas First big trip? one was going from... Well, it was uh, Dubai... Kuwait and Baghdad and Bahrain and before you went did they sort of brief you on what was going to happen over there or yeah yeah so they 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 sort of tell you like they give you like it's a generalized scope a lot of our listeners wouldn't know like yeah like a lot of it's just a generalized scope of like the area um where you're going what there could be um like the latest threats and those sort of things like okay. whatever whatever information they've got um of the area um which most of the time was what you saw in the news interesting yeah so, so it was like very general it's a very generalized overview mm. of of what it is and then you saw so what you see in like a tom cruise movie like, no yeah. all right we're no. gonna go to four forty degrees latitude here and yeah uh, they'll never take tell the you, enemy from blah 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 yeah they'll never tell you like that sort of info um, it's just a very generalized sort of intelligence brief sort of thing. And then they just rehash over what like explosives could be in the area, how they're making them and right. those sort of things. And yeah. what was your job? Me was communications. So like... Well, in general, like as far as... As far as like your team and your yeah, so ba- basically all, all all we did was maintain radios um, right. for the air crew and that um, the, yeah. every like the sat link pretty much back to Australia, really like the the, the massive sat shots that we used to use. Um, make sure that was coming back. Uh, make sure we still had like telecommunications through our satellites like in space. Um, this is when you were in the Air Force? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you were in the Army and the Air Force? No, no, just the Air Force. Just the Air Force. But yeah, I yeah. worked with the Army. But you worked with the Army. Yeah, I yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I did a lot of time with the Army, like outfield as well. So, yeah. So hmm. you might as well just say I was both. I was a, yeah. hi, I was a hybrid. But tech, yeah, you, you started your career through the but Air Force. I, yeah. yeah, I was Air Force beginning to end. You trained through the Air Force. Yeah. yeah. But I just worked with the, the do army. You, as where well. do you go for training? Is that that's Kapuka is the army, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So when I joined up, we were in South Australia, so Edinburgh. And how long do you have to go for? That was like ten weeks initially. And was it shit? Nah. It was like a holiday. Really? Yeah. Do people? Do you think people? People like, make like it yeah. Pe- people make because it because they're like I've been through some shit. Man. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's not it's not that bad. They just it's just more drilling discipline into you. That's all it is. Right. Like, Are they micromanaging? Yeah, you get micromanaged. Yeah. You have to learn stuff. You got to be there on certain times and all that sort of shit. You got to have a haircut like in a certain way and blah blah blah. But it's just all it is is just stopping you from being some two bit scum and actually reinforcing discipline. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Um. There's nothing. There's nothing, there's, nothing bad worse about than a, there's nothing worse than a non-disciplined person. Yeah, you, you need have to be disciplined. You need discipline somewhere. there in some yeah. sort of way. Otherwise, you wouldn't get out of bed in the morning. No, and if you've got bullets coming downrange at you, yeah, you need some sort of discipline to knock people out of the way and yeah. like to actually do something back instead right, of just right, sitting right. there going, "Ah, I can't fuck." Mm. So it's not hard. Like, and then I mean, I did eighteen months in Wagga for the avionic stuff. Mm. Wagga's a shithole. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> uh, it's fucking terrible. But 
18 months there and then I did Do you mean like the area in general? Yeah, Wagga, Wagga itself Right, Like okay. the area, there's fucking nothing there There's nothing going on? No Yeah No, you just drink Because you get time off as well, right? On your weekends yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, if you're in the city, you can like go and find some girls or something. But yeah, Wagga, that ain't no. happening. <laughs> no, because like it turns into be a, a fight because Kapuka is like right there. Oh, true. So like if you want to go with that blonde and some army guy wants that blonde, the one same one, you end oh, up having right, a fight. You're in the air force. Yeah, but you fight because this or, is back in what what year was this? Oh, 2004. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like. No, no one's getting it on Instagram then. <laughs> no, no. But see, the other thing is that blonde could be some dude that lives in Wagga, his girlfriend. I understand. And it's just it just turns into every, yeah, it's probably his probably his his, his, his sister's her boyfriend's probably the fucking sister. Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So that yeah. gene pool's small. <laughs> it's very small, smaller than Tasmanian. But anyway, I, I hear I'd, they have two heads. I digress. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I did, then I did like nine months in Melbourne for the communication stuff. And that was like a lot of the secret squirrel sort of stuff that we did as well. So like we had to go for like, um, uh, like we had to get like clearances and vet, like get vetted and all that sort of stuff where they like, right. they like interview you for like three hours. Like an interrogation? Yeah, they go yeah. through like the last 10 years of your life pretty much. Really? Yeah, they go into like, like drinking, like drugs, smoking, food. Is that what porn you watch? Really? Yeah, like all that sort of stuff. That's interesting. They like going to like they they try and get as much information out of you to make sure you. Can Why get is that, that? Just to see where you you are mentally. Yeah, so you can get that vetting. Like, so I needed a top secret clearance, and they needed to make sure that I was worthy to hold it. Pretty much, yeah. So they interrogate you to a certain point. To a certain to, point, yeah. To make, be able to judge whether you, this person that you're suitable be, for it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like there was a sense. dude on my course who wasn't suitable, like right. because he why um, because he'd been done by the cops like like six years before that for for DUI. That's a long time ago. Yeah. So like six years prior to the interview. He got done DUI. So they're very strict. Yeah. And they knocked him back. He had to wait like three months to do really? it again. Yeah. So he got like... Just for a DUI? Yeah. Wow. And if you said you like bestiality, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> you have to justify why you like bestiality. That's a hard thing to justify. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's weird. Man, I'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> It was. It was like and if they picked my brain, you'd be. I wouldn't even make it to the fucking. Training. You're sweating. You'd be like, Jesus, what do we do? Yeah. Oh my god, that's insane. But like that, that was army, rigorous training. That was army run though. Like that, that was all army run. Yeah. So that wasn't. I mean, it wasn't too bad. Like it's just a different set of rules, as well. So yeah. Then, what was your um, obviously you had to go overseas with the, where was your first trip like uh, it was Dubai Bahrain Kuwait and Baghdad okay and what what happened on those trips like um, well Kuwait smells like ass there's not much there. Like, I didn't really spend a lot of time in Kuwait. Were you in like in battle or like, no? Like, we're at like the Kuwaiti airport. Um, just doing the radio, just like just setting up. What are we doing? We're just setting up new new antenna farms, like yeah. off off a couple of the buildings. We're just setting up um, masts and running new new comms. Oh shit! Okay. So wasn't like a heat and same. That's what we did in Baghdad as well. We did it at um the Saddam International. No way. Um, airport. Yeah. So we're setting up new new comms from the um. They love that guy. Hey. Yeah. They. They they loved him, yeah. They loved that guy, yeah. But we set that up from the um, yeah, the traffic tower, like the air traffic tower. We're doing that. That was fun. Um, not really. No, it wasn't really fun. It was fun watching the Yanks attack the Iraqis, but the rest of it wasn't that much fun. Did you see anyone get killed? Oh, uh, not like in front of me. 
you saw like explosions so, like, happen. People you knew? No, not oh, no. not not there. That's good. That's yeah. Good. yeah. Um, Anywhere in your travels? Like yeah, yeah. So like when so coming back from there, went back to the like to Dubai and that. Um, like all the base there. Um, I was there when the, like the Canadians and that were there. Yeah, right. And there was a, I was at the gym one night and there was a guy that come in, like he'd just literally flown in and like he, we were just talking there and all that sort of stuff and he flew out, like they flew out to Afghan a couple of days later. And then um, we did a ramp ceremony about a week later. What's that? So a ramp ceremony is basically when someone's died in battle oh. and they, they fly him back. Um, wow. coffins and all and do like a like we have a like guard of honor for them and yeah, okay. those sort of things like so the plane will come in and land and the flags are all like however many you know deaths there have been that sort of stuff they'll be in the back of the plane and they'll march them out and put them in the holy shit yeah so they'll mar- march the coffins out and put them in the um, the hearse sort of thing to be flown back home and whatnot. Um, yeah the that particular ramp ceremony was actually the dude that I met at the gym. No way. Yeah, he was nineteen. Too young. Man. Yeah, so like. Too young. He's only only in theatre for like a week and. Yeah. How long was he there? A week. One week. Yeah. He was American or. Uh, Canadian. <sighs> yeah. Oh man, one uh, week. Um, I've had three. What, what? If you don't mind me asking, what was the cause of death? Oh, just killed in battle. Okay. Yeah. So he was just plus shot. I yeah. maybe ID. I don't know. Like they don't didn't go into like details and that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, like it's funny because you want to know, but you kind of don't want to know. Well, time. being the job that I had, you don't want to focus on that stuff either. No, we we were uh, lucky, privileged, not privileged under advantage i guess we'd get the, the the messages through so we'd get the communications about like what was coming through oh okay so we would know in advance when there was going to be one like an, there was going to be a ram ceremony how many people were Jesus on said plane and yeah where they were coming from and that sort of stuff so we, we we'd know that um you know there'd be five people on the next plane coming in for a ram right. ceremony Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because of communication. Yeah, so we, we, we get all the, the class messages come through when you're about That's why you got the job with Triple O because you've dealt with, you know... Yeah, we dealt with that sort, sort of, stuff. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and that would require a lot of mental resilience. I yeah, think. it's where you, you teach yourself. You sort of shut... You sort of shut down. Okay. Um, but you shut down very detrimentally like right. to to yourself sort of thing so um 2011 i had three mates killed in battle um on the, they, the same same day oh i went to you met overseas yeah i went to school with one of them and um like he was a year younger than me okay. so i went to school with him and two of the other like the, the other two guys i'd met like just in training and Jesus. that sort of stuff so like that happened on the same day um, Same day. Yeah. So, I was I was actually don't in, buy lottery tickets on that day. No, don't. <laughs> what day I was, was in. It? <laughs> <laughs> it was in November. Oh, don't buy lottery tickets in November. Guys. No, I was I was in um, I was actually in Perth for Chogham, and the nurse that was in the room beside me, she just come back from a night shift and she woke me up to tell me that this had happened. And I'm like, oh, do you know names or anything? And she told me the names. I'm like. Fuck. She's like, you're right. I'm like, I yeah, I knew them. Like they were mates. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. But you sort of like. I imagine after a little bit of time, you just kind of adapt to this. Yeah, you shut off. And if you don't, you that's when you're suffering. I imagine. Yeah, like you, you sort of like. You kind of have to. You. S- you yeah. can still grieve, but you still have to get the job done. Yeah, you have to move forward. You, you 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 push you push on and like you sort of like let your job take over. So your job takes over your your need for what you're doing takes over. So grieving or whatever takes a back seat, and most of the time you forget about it. Like you you get to a point where 
you've done it enough that you forget about it. So why why did you leave? What what happened? Why did you leave? Um, what I, happened? I got out of the fence basically because at the time, um, like my wife at the time, she was having like her own mental issues and all that sort of stuff, right. and like we had we had one kid and we're having another one, and it got to the point where it's just like we can't keep moving around now. Like, we've got to sort of... Stay in one spot. Yeah, stay in one Build spot. Build a foundation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, so, I, I administratively discharged out of out of the RAF. Okay. Um, so, I pulled the pin myself, you know, for my reasons and whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good that they have that option. Yeah, but... So, what? Last year, I, um, I put a form in because I got like rehab offices and all that because of my my stuff. And um, I put a form in and, and defense actually turned around and said, oh, we should have medically discharged you right. when you got out because of, you know, this, this, this and this. And, right, so they yeah. had records. Of yeah, so like all, all, all my, so all my physical ailments, they got records of it, my surgeries mm. and that. Um, right. You know, my PTSD, all that sort of stuff. They've got right, records right. of it all. And they're right. like, we should have medically discharged you. So I got to, my- Did they compensate you for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my admin discharge turned into a medical discharge oh. in two, like from 2018. Okay. Yeah, so they retrospectively did it, like backdated it all. Oh, they backpaid you for that? Yeah, so they backpaid awesome. me. So they gave me- Well, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, they backpaid me a <laughs> year and a bit of- my wage okay if i so because i was so is that why you buy the forward right no, okay. <laughs> oh mate i got that after one of my deployments i've had that since like 2013 oh nice <laughs> yeah no i saw the photos yeah, yeah. she's old she's she, are sick, she's yeah. like eight years old now so. you need one in queensland yeah we flood <laughs> um i'm gonna support the maroons now i think yeah you do <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not a new south wales guy anymore yeah, so those those times are behind. You me. you you realise where you are now. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I fucking I got new plates, mate. Don Don the Marine. You realise it when your license changes. Yeah. When you when you transfer your license, that's when you realise. Yeah, you're, you're like area. okay. <laughs> All I right, this is legit now. I have a number. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's like being in the army. <laughs> yeah, you have your own number now. I've got I've got a number. Yep, that's it. Dude, I you know what? I've I ask everyone this question. Where, what was the point that made you go, I need to get into the subject of mental health? Like, there's something going on. There's, It's not serving the modern man. There's something going on. There's something going on. And I need to do something about it. When my brain exploded, <laughs> I realized I was cooked. Like, and when there was, was that? 2018, 2019. I was... Were you, where, were you sitting on the couch? Were you fighting in the... Where were you? Um, I was fighting with my now ex-wife, right? And like massive fights, like one. Because a lot of our listeners, right? Two o'clock in the morning, they're in these positions where yeah. they they just they're in a world of shit. They don't know where to turn. I, I my I exploded, and it was. I I actually attempted suicide. And that was the seventh time I tried it. Jesus Christ. And then I was... Sorry to hear that. I was walking down the middle of a highway that I knew lots of trucks went went through. I left my car on the side of the road, still running, and I just walked down the middle of the highway. No trucks come through. So I'm like, obviously I've been kissed, kissed on the dick here. Yeah. Something's happened. All right. It's not my time. It's not the night. No, it's not, not the night. I went and got back in the car. I drove back to my place where I was staying and then woke up that morning and went, fuck it, we've got to do something about this. That's it. I'm not going through that again. I'm not seeing, like, not letting my kids see that again. Yeah. Those sort of things I've seen. Were you drunk? When I did it? Yeah. No. Nah. Okay. I was sober. I'd, and that was the seventh, wow. seventh time I'd said goodbye to my kids, especially my eldest saying, like, yeah, look like look after Nick and look after your mum. So seventh time me doing that. It's and, my brother's name, Nick. And I'm like, nothing happened. I was like, oh fuck, I gotta do something. 
And yeah. what stopped you? No trucks. You reckon you would have jumped if there was no trucks? Yeah. If there was something wow. coming. There was something happened that night. What yeah. day was it? Buy lottery tickets on that day. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it was like. I had um. I don't know if you early, know, like, early January. I never told you my story. I've been asking all about you, but yeah. my um. My best friend Ryan, he committed suicide in 2018. Yeah. I was the last person with him. Um, we unpacked the fishing rods from my car. I, we went on a holiday in Bellingen, New South Wales. Yep. And we drove back and we were, uh, it was about eight o'clock at night. We were putting fishing rods. We were, sorry, we were taking fishing rods out of the back of the car and he was laughing and smiling. And for some weird reason, I gave him a hug that night and said goodbye. Still to this day trying to figure out because I never ever hugged him before, but that night I did. And anyway, um, that plays on my mind a lot. That, but um, we, yeah, the next day at midday, I, um, I, I called him in the morning because he was supposed to play tennis, and his phone was off, and I was like, oh, okay, he's sleeping in, whatever. And then I drove down sort of to pick my mate up, my other mate up. We went for coffee, and then I dropped my mate off, and. The road was blocked off near where we live, and so that's weird. And then this helicopter flew over my head at the mm. same time. It's like, well, shit's getting weird here. And then I, and literally, as the helicopter flew over my head, my phone vibrated, and I got this text that was Ryan's mum saying he'd sent a suicide letter and he jumped off the headland. Mm. This is like all at the same time. It was really weird, fucking weird situation, man. But um. Yeah, it was fucking tough, man. It was yeah. really tough. Like, not... Yeah, just because you're with someone and I was giving him a lot of books and advice and and things like that to try and help him, but you can only lead a fucking horse to water, man. Yeah, and... Yeah. Those... Those smiles are, you know, like, mm. they're put on. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Like, these days, like, when... Yeah. I like, knew he was struggling, yeah. but... I didn't think he would be at the point that of that. That point, yeah. And and that's where people go wrong. Because anyone can make a smile, right? It's like, yeah. you don't know what they're fucking dealing with inside. No, no, no. And have you even bothered to ask? Like, well, that's the thing. Talk to your mates. Like, yeah. that, that's that's the exactly thing, the thing. Man. That's like, why I started this whole podcast. Because if we can make an open environment where you can come in and have a beer or have a joint or fucking, you know, take mushrooms for all, I give a fuck, but... If you can sit down and have a conversation, if you go down to the pub, you can't do this. Why? If you've got anxiety, you're probably wondering what the fuck. Yeah. Is Who's thinking. listening to me? Yeah. Yeah. So you need to be in an environment where you can be open and just chat about whatever. Because I and and these camping trips and these events, we don't want to sit in a room with a psychologist. We're men. We want to fuck girls and we want to drink and we want to fucking talk shit and fucking whatever. Like be manly what? men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck. I want to get a steak and rub it all over my fucking nipples. Yeah, and just be a real man. I do that like, all the time. <laughs> so yeah. That's Apologies the- for the language, guys. It is blokes in banter. You did sign up for this, so you can. I've actually been quite <laughs> refrained at the moment. You've done well. Yeah, I've done pretty You've well. Done well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. My point is, who gives a fuck what anyone thinks? Live your life. Enjoy your life. Well, that's the thing. And like, look after your fucking mates. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta not care what people think about you. And you've gotta be real to yourself before you can be real in life. Like, it took me a long time to realize that, but now, like, I don't need to impress anyone. Like, I don't give a fuck. As long as my kids are happy. Where are they based? So they live in Ipswich too. Oh, cool. We actually live really close to each other. Yeah. Dude, you got. That's good. Like, my friend, I'm not gonna say his name, but I have a friend. Just out of respect for him, I won't say his name, but he uh, he has to drive over two hours every day. Yeah. You know, to just to see his kids. So. Yeah, I, I bought a house real close to him. Like, and that was a, that was actually a joint decision between like me and their mum. Like, okay. we actually. So you 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 still like can negotiate with her and. I hang I I hang out with them most times. Oh, good, yeah, good, good. Yeah. That's that's the best story. So pretty much what? That's the best ending to a story. Yeah, well, a lot of it was because of my my mental health. I needed the help, 
So for me to get the help, we needed to cut like part ways. Right. Basically to get myself back on track. Yeah. So I took a few years of that, but like the last like 18 months or so, yeah, we've been like best friends. So it's great. Like it's just it's like having. Is a, there is that just, is there any chance of that evolving again? Oh, uh, probably not. Yeah. Not like anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably just yeah. one day at a time. Yeah, it's just, it's it's yeah. it's easier. Cool. Like as it is. And as long as you're both happy, man. Yeah, that that thing like that's uh, amazing. talking about smiles and stuff. Like it's I, easy to look into another situation and judge it, but. We if get questioned all the time. Everyone questions us. They're like, "How do you yeah. do it?" And we're like, "Dude, I got married after um, Erica and I got married after what is it? March, April, May, June. We got married at, like in less than six months. Yeah, like because I just knew I was like, I've been through a million relationships. Yeah. So she. Yeah. And we we're just like, well, COVID was going on, and we we're just like, let's make the best out of a really shitty situation. Yep. Let's get married. <laughs> well, that's what and we, we had. We had like Skype and all her family on like a screen in Canada, and it was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Work. That's we good. Made it work, man. Yeah, it's a mindset. You can't well, blame the environment around you. It's here. It's yeah, all here. Yeah, it's exactly it's right. Here. Yeah, the environment around you is. Oh no, COVID this, is your COVID mind. That. Oh no, I lost my job. No, 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 no. Get your mind in check. Yeah. Go to the gym, pick up some weights, and then reevaluate. Yeah. The the world around it, think think of the Matrix. Yeah. Think of the mo- the Matrix yeah, movies. Yeah, you plug in. Your the world around you yeah. is the Matrix. The world plugging into something. Yeah. What you're seeing Fucking is is actually out. in yeah. your mind. That's the thing. Like it's in your mind. Everything outside of that is just. Who cares? It took me a very long time to figure that out. Yeah. It's the red or the blue very pill. Very long time to figure that out. Whatever you got to figure out. Even if it takes you a long time. Yeah. Just work on it. Yeah. I always try and like, as well, don't compare yourself to other people because... No. Everyone else has a different situation and yeah. a story. Especially like, the hardest thing I think is comparing, like when you're a father or a mother or something like that, comparing yourself to other oh, fathers and mothers. Interesting. Like... Interesting. I haven't experienced this yet. Yeah, but... Parents, parents compare each other to other parents all the time. The thing you need to realize is like being a parent is just like being a parent to yourself. Don't compare yourself to other fathers or mothers or whatever yeah. like that. Just as if you wouldn't compare yourself to the bloke walking down the street. Well, there's different domains of happiness as well. Like, you know, one person may have not the best financial success, but then... Their family life's up here, and then that's right. There's another person where their family life's, you know, a ten, and their financials at a two. And there's yeah. like, there's different domains of like how you're doing. You in can life. be broke as fuck, and if you and judge yourself on one of their domains, that's not you're not making the right judgment because you're looking at one aspect, and you don't know what's going on. That's right. You're only seeing the best angle on Instagram. You're not seeing well all the other shit they're in. You're not seeing. You don't know about the time that their uncle, you know, fucking raped them or their yeah. fucking whatever. I'm sorry to use an extreme metaphor, but it's you don't know what's no. going on. Old mate's got the fancy new car, and you're like, oh, yeah. I want a car. How much debt's he in? Yeah, and the is, reason is, he is bought he... it is to probably make himself feel better anyway. Exactly. Is he working to pay that off? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes me laugh every time I see the old couple like in front of the house taking a photo like we got a mortgage like, yeah and you're like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, are you gonna sell it are you in Sydney is the profit margin gonna go up like yeah. what exactly are you doing there because in my opinion going into debt is not an achievement well that's the thing like we earned heaps money from out of and whatnot overseas and those sort of things we saved we we put our careers first for like 11 years before we had kids and that sort of stuff we so we we actually have a massive nest egg we split up we split like the monies and all that sort of stuff yeah but over two houses now like we both own a house each oh nice right good there's like fucking nothing left on mortgages for either of them that's because good. of it that's good. But we 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 earned that money. We made a lot of sacrifices and stuff like that. 
Everyone's but in a different situation. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't it doesn't change anything. Like I've been able to wear a real smile in the last like six to twelve months as opposed to putting one on. Because I'm actually happy with my situation. That's good. Like as opposed to not that's being awesome. well that's the thing like no, that and they're the times to celebrate like if something's working for you fucking celebrate as well, well that's the thing i don't think people celebrate enough no they don't you gotta celebrate the wins man in yeah. sales we learn this you Just get a deal across the line you celebrate you celebrate because if you celebrate you're gonna get more deals across the yeah. line. and if you if you celebrate life if you celebrate your situation you're probably gonna feel better when something negative happens you're not going to react as much because everything else is kind of fucking cool right now. Yeah. You're not going to be as reactive. You're Celebrate every day you wake you know, up. Your marriage or your fucking money or whatever. Yeah. I celebrate the fact that I can walk some days. Well, a I, lot of, I imagine a lot of the veterans, they don't have legs. I, I can get out of bed and my, my ankles and my knees don't collapse on me. I'll be like, sweet, I can fucking walk today. They're sneaky though, the fucking Taliban as well, aren't they? With their fucking IEDs. Yeah. They, they're also homemade too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's all homemade. What's the... Mo- Do you know how it's made or...? Uh, they normally use like fuel, like barrels of fuel sometimes. Um, what, so they'll make a line and then when you walk through it, they'll light the fuel or...? Uh, no, no, like it'll be set on like a timer, but the timer will be activated by an old shitty Nokia mobile phone. How does that work physically? Like, where's the physics behind that? Um, it's just a bunch of C4. Like, they'll go through, like, like the desert, and they'll find all, like, surplus Soviet shit that's been there since the 80s. Like, unexploded Jeez. shit from, like, the Soviets. Really? When the Soviets went through Afghan back in the 80s. It's still buried there. Yeah, it's all still fucking hanging around in the desert. There's no archaeologists hanging out there, right? No. No one fucking <laughs> goes there. The Soviets, the, the fact the Soviets fucking left half their shit there and they're like, we're not going back. That's saying something in itself. Eh? Yeah. So like they go through the desert and they go find all this shit. They somehow manage don't not blow themselves the fuck up. They get this shit out of the ground. They take the explosive out. They set it up on like a barrel really? or something. Yeah. Or they they keep it all together and they'll set it up on the side of the road and they'll they must, put it. They must not just rely on that though. They must make that's, their own. No, that's what they do. Are you serious? Yeah, there is that much shit over there that they what? pull. Yeah, the Soviets dumped caches there, just fucking left it there. Holy shit! So they can just walk. They can do another fucking trek through the desert like Moses did, and they'll find like. The next century's worth of experience. It always, it's, it actually makes sense that you say that because I've always wondered how they always have like guns, like they always have. They're shit. like AKs and, and they're shit. They're in a fucking like, like yeah. They're, they're, there's nothing around. Like there's no gun store, and they have guns, right? You, you see, you see them with photos, and they've <laughs> got like sense. AKs and shit like that, and you're Holy like, shit. oh yeah, that's shit from the Soviets. Well done. So they're still using Soviet like 1980s, like yeah. So the IEDs is that that's not from the Soviets though, is it? Or it is. They'll get the explosive from it, and then they make. And they'll set a timer up, or they'll either put a timer on it, or they'll put some, um, like a like a a responder on it where they can put a code in on their mobile phone. And so when pull. they activate the code, it what it creates an electric circuit or something? Or? Yeah, it's just it's like you dialing a phone number. And the other and, phone, the and, other phone rings. And when the phone rings, it sets off the bomb. Yeah. So like, they have two. They'll have two shitty Nokia's, right? One will be theirs, which will be the detonator, and one will be sitting on the bomb. And they'll call that number, and that because that phone's the battery's wired to the explosive, oh. so they'll call that number. The phone will start ringing, and it'll send the pulse through the wires into the explosive, and boom. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was always I always wondered how that worked. Yeah, it's simple. They do it real simple, but but it works. It works. Yeah, it's like it's old school. You don't why like you never hear of Western people doing that. No, because it's not as easy for us to get stuff like that. So true. Like even, 
was it the um the Boston bombings. Yeah. With I the remember. fun run and that. I remember that. Yeah, even that was homemade. They they'd been to the hardware store and bought like the ingredients for it. Like, you just gotta go get ammonia and nitrate. Yeah, it's a chemical reaction. Fertilizer. But you've got to be able to set it off. Use yeah, but all it takes is you got your fertilizer and an electric charge to go through it. Interesting. And it has to be compact. Yeah. Um, so and then you just you just you just pack it with like bolts and nuts and So that's the shrapnel that There's your shrapnel. So it's like a bullet going through. Yeah. So the blast yeah. itself, I and mean, if you're close to the blast, yeah, the blast will get you. But the shrapnel will get you too. But if you're away, the blast is not going to do anything. The shrapnel's going to get you. Oh. So you're getting more distance out of it. Yeah. So it's it's fragging, pretty Jeez. much. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Fragging. Yeah. Oh so God. it's using it's using projectiles as ballistics. Ah. Yeah. So it's oh, like yeah. a um. So like you have your your, your frag grenades. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, call so of Duty. <laughs> well, yeah, Call of Duty. Think of, Thanks, think of that. Call, shout out to Call of Duty. If yeah. you want to sponsor this episode, by, by all, all means, means, yeah, fucking throw your money at me. EA Games, <laughs> I'm waiting for your phone call. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's the the outer casing is your frag, and that's what rips through you. Outer casing's frag. Okay. Yeah. So the explosive inside the outer casing's a frag. I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's what rips through you. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. It's awesome. Fuck, dude. That's insane. It's fucked up over there, eh? Yeah. Like, they're like... Do you think it's ever going to end the day? No, nah, it'll never end. So, they've been at war for over 2,000 years. Within themselves, they've been at war for over 2,000 years. Tribal wars. So... They really got to like stop being so proud of themselves. The, the Taliban, the Taliban is the Taliban. That's a lot of history. Yeah, it is. It's because I think something's wrong with your ego. It, it basically comes down to, to ego about where they're. Do you think lack of resources as well? Maybe because they they I mean, no, the country's pretty pretty fertile in a lot of things. What's the problem there, man? What do you? Think? It's territorial. The whole thing, like, it comes down to territory, um, dominance, I guess. Right. So they've been at war for so long over territory. Okay. So fast forward, you've had World War One, Two, Three. Oh, might as well say three. Korean War, Vietnam, yeah. Cold War. Okay, Cold War. That's when the Russians obviously went. Hey, hang on. It's when UFOs started. <laughs> yeah, and that. So, like, the Russians thought, hang on. Like, the Boer War, there was, like, going into that sort of area as well. But, like, the Russians thought, okay, we can get something out of here because there's a lot of natural resources down here. So they went to invade... That's why all their shit's left over. So they went to invade Afghanistan to take over, to keep, have basically, so, make Russia bigger. Mm. All right? That turned to shit because that was, like, the only time where all the tribes got together to fight back. That's my background. Yeah. Oh, well, my, my mother's father is from the Ukraine. Came over here on a boat. Um, I've got Prussian. Prussian doesn't, Prussia doesn't exist no more. Prussia. Yeah. yeah. It was like this little, little, little country. When off, he was a, off Russia. Um, um, what's his name? Hitler child. Oh, yeah. He was a Hitler child, yeah. And he came, but he came over here on a boat and made something out of himself, but it's... Yeah, that's what. Ago, yeah, that's yeah. what like my family's background is. There. It's like everyone in Australia. Yeah, it's like. It's like Prussia. yeah, I'm quarter Russian, so like, no, you're not. <laughs> well, actually, I am. Yeah. yeah. Funnily enough, I'm. I'm. I'm it's like I'm quarter Prussian. Where's Prussia? Doesn't exist no more. Yeah. Just call me Russian. Yes. Yeah. So. Are you, are you, so you, you were serious about that? Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. Prussia, is it was a little country sitting off the bottom like. Down in Ukraine, that's sort of where area. my grandfather's from. Yeah, so like that's where my grandmother was from. That's interesting. Yeah, so I've got Russian in me. Yeah, same, dude. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I don't love vodka though, so you know. I fucking love, love potatoes, bro. I'll, you know what the thing about vodka is? It's like I'm drinking water. Yeah. 
You want to hydrate me? Give me a bottle of vodka. <laughs> yeah. Give me a bottle of water vodka. Mate, I drink that shit like water, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I must be Russian. <laughs> anyway. No, that's... You know what? It's it's cool to talk to you, man, because we've had a few guys in, in the army and, and that, but um, I feel like you've had more exposure. Yeah, Because you've been there a couple more times. Yeah. So it's cool to talk to you about it, man. It's, it's really... It's not something I'm fucking... I've never been, so I don't know, but it's, it's fascinating to me because I've always been... It sounds weird, like I'm into war, but because it's a bad thing. But I just I love war, man. I love I it's, love the subject of it. I love untr- and it's not because I love that it's going on. I just love trying to understand it. It's something there that I can pick apart and try and figure out in my head. Yeah, it's because it's such a weird thing. Well, it is like, and no one likes talking about it, but I love talking about. Well, this shit. that's that's the other thing. It's like yeah. Um, I mean, no, no one likes talking about World War Two and Hitler's regime and that. Yes. Okay. But if you were to dive deep into it, you'll actually find that his plan was actually quite ingenious. The way that he had a plan. Right. The way he went about it. Wasn't the right way. Was, but was his, retarded. His initial intention. His initial intention. Was actually quite positive. Yeah, his initial intentions for that what does, what he wanted yeah, yeah, yeah. was was actually quite good, I've and heard that before, the way man. that he planned things out was actually very smart. The way that he did things was the way of a four year old. Do you think he just got caught up in it? He got caught up in this world domination. Do you think he started out with the right intentions? When he was, when he was the the little corporal walking around. To his general, yes. When he first enlisted in in the the military for for Germany and all that, and yeah. World War One, because he went through World War One and all that sort of stuff, and being the little lackey that he was, mm. his his plans then, yes, they were actually quite ingenious. Once he took over and started the Third Reich and those sort of things, that's when he became domineering and was that his ego taking yeah over? the ego why, because he was able to form, interesting, form this thing and then have all these people who agree with him that he could now overrule someone told me a funny an thing ego the took over they were like give your best friend a million dollars and then see if they're still your best friend well that's the thing because once they have a million dollars they may not be the same person they their ego you don't know until you put them into a certain situation I, I've got like I had a mate that I lived with who was exactly the same. He got a yeah. he got a big payout, right? Before that, he was living paycheck to paycheck, right? Nicest guy in the world, would do anything for you. Paycheck to paycheck. Got this massive payout. No. Nah. Started like spending money like it was no tomorrow, become an absolute cockhead. Mm. And it was just they think thought he was or yeah. something. Going to like these fancy like shows and stuff like that, and dressing up in these the ego, like you got that's I'm, that's more fearful than terrorist the ego. Yeah, like, that, that's that's a scary thing. E- ego is worse. That than will anything. eat you up. Yeah, quicker than the fucking terrorists will blow you up. Yep, the ego yeah. will destroy everything. Fuck, dude, I've seen it a million times. Yeah, today. I saw this firsthand. I was just like, politicians have a lot to say about that too. Yeah, they do. Like they, you give them a bit of money and it's all out the window. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just like, yeah, it it scares me sometimes because I'm like, if someone gave me a million bucks right now, would I honestly be the same person? I don't know. Well, I I can't answer that. Yeah, like I wouldn't know. Like I I mean, I'd like to think, I would like to think that I wouldn't. I'd like to think that I donate to the cause that I'm already donating to and. And all that sort of stuff, but there's also another part of me that, you know, is a little bit rock and roll, and I like getting covered in tats and being a sick cunt. Yeah, like maybe that would take. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like, have all yeah these these ambitions and aspirations because you don't have it, but then as soon as you have it, you're like, okay, you don't, it's got, like, I can it's go. Like people that ask, what are drugs like? It's like, no, you have to take them. Yeah, I'm not explaining it because you don't deserve exp- explanation. You need to. You have to try it before you know. Yeah. Like exactly anyone right. that I see what a drug's like, it's like, 
Just shut up. Yeah. Like, not, shut not up you. and put it in your mouth. Well, see, the it. thing is, my reaction's going to be different learn. to yours. <laughs> like, yeah. I, could, I could go on, like, an LSD trip. My trip's going to be heaps different to yours. Does it all depend on, like, where your mind weird. frame is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, to all our listeners, don't take acid if you're in a bad mind frame. No, it's bad. That shit will fuck you up. Yeah, it's like... I learned the hard way. <laughs> you wake Easy, up... Easy, 2008. <laughs> you wake up with, like, your head in a wall and you'd be like, what the fuck? I actually woke up with a mango that I'd somehow skinned in the night and it was rubbed all over my face. Apparently, my friends told me that I was trying to hold on to the closest thing to nature and apparently the fruit bowl in the house was the closest thing to nature. So I just crawled over to this fruit bowl and grabbed this mango and just put it... It was... I just kind of... Like beetle, I was kind of rubbing it in. Yeah. And because I felt like... It was the closest thing to nature that I could get. Mango yeah. nectar is pretty good for you. Apparently, right. so, yeah. I needed nature. I needed a tree or a fruit or a vegetable. <laughs> I don't know what was going through my head at the time, obviously, but there was something that brought me back. It brings you back to life. It's a good reset, actually, that stuff. It, yeah. Within the right, within the right yeah. frame and context. You have, to be, yeah. you have to be strategic about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't just like... Yeah, it's Friday night. I finished work. I'm going to fucking get on some acid. Yeah, I'm going to go hit acid. No, I need to sit naked in a room with Mongolian throat singing in the background Mm. and cry my fucking eyes out about all my problems and and reset myself. You can actually use it as a tool, that shit. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what they're they're doing at uh, DMT at the moment. I love that shit. They're going to start using that as a reset. Yeah, they um, still sell alcohol. You fucking assholes. Yeah. Alcohol makes you beat your wife. DMT. No. Just puts you in a nice place. You start like splitting. Oh, like, by the way, guys, I don't beat my wife. I was just no. using that as an example. <laughs> no, it's bad. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. But like D- DMT is in ayahuasca, right? So ayahuasca yeah. is like the... It's like a, a longer version of DMT. Yeah. 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 Because it doesn't have the same chemical compounds or some shit. No, they're using it for um, different stages of PTSD treatment and stuff like that. I heard about that. I heard about that. Joe Rogan was talking about that. Yeah, they're going to start using it here, like in Australia. But um, uh, I didn't didn't quite make the cutoff for it yet because I'm not... I'm not fucked up enough. <laughs> no, I'm cooked. I'm like, I'm like too cooked. But that's, it's funny I say that. Yeah. Because it's like, it's almost like there's a threat. It's like the vaccine for COVID. It's like, like you need to you be, you need f- to be old as fuck. It's like, but you only have like five years. Yeah. Like, like you need to be fucked sense? up for it, but I'm too fucked up for it. Right, I've got right. to get myself back to the moderate fucked up. Okay. Yeah. You don't seem too fucked up. You seem pretty chill. Yeah. I like, these days, yeah. 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 Like, it doesn't take it much. It seems like you've done a lot of work. Uh, three, Maybe. so so far three years of therapy. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. So far, that's yeah. still going. So, Is that local to home? Yeah. Yeah. For any of our listeners, there is nothing wrong with fucking having a chat. I've done it. Ben's done it. We've all done it. It's, um, you can pretend that it doesn't help, but it really does. Yeah. Like, it's. I was like super anti-psychs, eh? Like psychologists, psychiatrists, nah, keep the fuck away from me. Had is that? It, it's the doctor-patient mentality. Yeah. Someone superior is telling me what to do. Yeah. Why don't you book a camping trip and all get your shirts off and all drink beer and have a good time and all walk towards? What is it with you taking shirts off? Because it's a fucking caveman. It's thing, turning bro. into like. Nipple, I feel like nip, I should, nipple tweaking again. I'm also starting a gay nightclub soon. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> no, but the thing is, right? And coming back to stigmas, if you go back to caveman days, we all sat around a fire. And there was a bit of music, maybe some dancing. And then you go back and reproduce in the little hut or whatnot. I think people need to go back to those days. Instagram and Facebook, it ain't going to cut it for you, man. You need to you need to rediscover your roots like you need to get away from shit you need to have that mental reset away from like devices and facebook and all that insta <laughs> shit what is with you taking a shower that was fucking cold well 
I've, I've just figured we're going to turn, turn into nipple tweaking around a fire while someone like plays a guitar in the background. As long as it's um, Justin Bieber. <laughs> but you got to tweak each other's nipples, not not your own. <laughs> it's anyway. like in Road Trip. Now they're all... Yeah, yeah, pretty med- much. Med- meditative nipple rub. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly what it will be. <laughs> but That's sick. Yeah, it's... um. It's you, blokes and banner guys. You got to get away from shit. Yeah, like I do it all the time. So I can't be fucked. I want to take Erica to the Daintree Rainforest. Yeah, been out there. I've been there. Yeah, but she hasn't. But well, she's Canadian. She's she's actually seen a lot of Australia, considering she's not from Australia. But um, doesn't that get embarrassing? It's so weird. Yeah, she, when she someone from Bundaberg, she's worked on farms there and stuff. It's like well, she people not from herself. Australia yeah, know more Scott about Morrison's Australia. Morrison's too yeah. busy. In, oh, yeah. He's in Hawaii while these cats are slaving away in the fucking farm. But, yeah. you know, no worries, mate. Well, she's in Bundy, so she yeah. would have got, like, at least but the factories yeah, there. She, and... She's done more hard work than I have, mate. <laughs> that, yeah. that farm work sounds hectic. Yeah, Plus, it's pretty shit. Plus, fucking farmers. Yeah. Oh, no, it hasn't rained for three months. I'm going to fucking get... Yeah. yeah. They're fucking unhappy. But anyway, point is... Uh, what was my point? Talk. Farmers. Talk to people. Yeah. Talk to your mates. Talk to your friends, guys. You fucking... I know you all have it in you. You never know who, you know... Could be your uncle or your brother or your fucking... Whatever. Just talk to people. Say hi. See how they're doing. Because mm. if you don't check in, they might check out. That's exactly right. It's not what you want. No, it, it has to happen. Like, a lot of people think that it's a weakness to talk about your shit, but I think it's a strength. They're like, I think it's more manly than the dude at the gym, right? If you can talk about your shit, if you can be straight up about all the shit that's going on, it's it's straight up and it's it's strong and it shows strength and character as well. You got to be vulnerable. Yeah. Like, you got to be vulnerable in yourself and then like have that confidence to do it outside of yourself as well yeah. like to be the bigger person and yeah like say to your mate look I'm fucked up today yeah and these are the reasons why yeah or if you don't know the reasons why look this is why I'm feeling it I don't know what but yeah I'm not sure if this is true but someone told me and this might be wrong and I probably need to do my research a bit more on it but Someone told me that a pub was invented so men could escape their families and go and, like, talk to each other. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. I don't know if that's correct. I heard about that, too. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's 100% accurate. I have to research that, but I think it is. And I feel like when you go to a pub, you can't go into depth. So, podcast of the new way, motherfuckers. Yeah, well... Start a podcast. You want to help people? Start a podcast. Do you like fashion? Start a podcast. Do you like food? Start a podcast. Do you like talking about the army? Start a podcast. Shout out to the Clink podcast who talks to ex-convicts who my t-shirt should arrive next week. He's based down in Corumban in the Gold Coast. Nice. And he just interviewed Chappelle Corby's brother. Yeah, right. Who was opening up about his involvement and what he might have done on the day and almost took the blame for it but didn't and all that kind of stuff so oh so yeah it's yeah almost fucking locked up um shout out to Chappelle Corby she makes mad clocks if you need a new clock (laughs) she makes awesome ones um they're light blue and they have the C in the background and I'm gonna buy one oh nice um shout out to Chappelle because I chatted with her on Instagram for a little bit but um, yeah, we're running out of time. But dude, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Anytime. It's fucking so cool to be meeting new people in a setting that most people wouldn't normally take. Yeah. Um, and do you want to shout out for your social media or anything? Or nah, like, like if. Cause yeah, you don't want like people hassling you. <laughs> nah, I get that. I don't like people. <laughs> no, yeah, I hate people. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Oh, look. If you go through your 
your Insta page. You'll probably see me pop yeah, up Yeah, man. So We're going to post up tomorrow. Do you have anything you want to say to our listeners? Like, is there uh, just some life advice or anything? Or Just don't hold shit in. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't try and be that alpha male that thinks he needs to hold things in and be like a rock because rocks crumble. Yeah. Like you'll explode and you'll do damage and you'll probably do irreversible damage too. That shit just can't be like replaced. So yeah, just get your shit out. If you're having issues at home, just fucking tell your missus, eh? Yeah. Like just just yeah, say don't it. be ashamed of talking to the missus. No. They're helpful, man. They're helpful creatures. You they use can multitask them. for a reason. That's right. They can yeah. fucking multitask. Yeah. So use them as like your sounding board. If you're yeah. having a shit day, tell the reasons why. Don't take it out on them. Yeah, well just, said. Just well said. Tell them. Yeah. Like, I'm having a shit fucking day. We need to talk about some shit. Yeah. No, a hundred percent, dude. I a hundred percent agree with that. Mm. Um, for all our listeners, we have uh, some announcements to make. We have some new shirts coming in the next few weeks. We're gonna do some black shirts, seeing we're coming into winter. Winter. And uh, I've also got some really crazy fucking people coming on the podcast. Some of them from the US, which will be over Skype, so the audio won't be as good. But can't wait to share it with everyone. I hope you all have a good day, night, whatever you're doing. Look after yourself. Eat well. Don't make excuses. And fucking peace, y'all. You.